following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. Hello, everyone, and welcome to End Time Headlines Viewpoint. This is Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines, and we want to welcome you to the program. If you're new to the program, this is your first time joining us. Let us know in the comment section below that you are new and where you guys are joining us from. Before we get started, I would love for you guys to check out our free app. <clears throat> it's available on Apple and Android devices. Again, if you'll download that app today, it's going to keep you up to date with all of our headlines and all of our podcasts like this one, these viewpoint segments, you'll be able to keep up with them by hitting yes to push notifications, and you're going to be notified of every headline when it's readily available. On today's program, I want to talk about a disturbing trend that is not going away. Um, it is not diminishing. And in fact, year after year, this seems to be increasing and the sad part is it's among Christians. And you may ask, well, what is this uh, trend? What is What are we talking about today? I want to talk about this notion of professed Christians, professed Bible-believing Christians that do not believe in hell. They do not believe in a literal hell. All right, let's go to the United Kingdom first, and then we'll go to America. In the United Kingdom, out of 5,000 in 2019 that were surveyed, by this group called the Christian Research Panel Resignate, only 74% believed that there was an actual or literal hell, while again, 10% did not believe, and a further 16% say they were uncertain. Now these, again, these are not just average people in the streets. These are professed Christians that don't believe in a literal hell. Then in America, 22% uh, believe there is no hell. These are professed Christians. 22% of those surveyed, and this was another poll group, and now this is America, 22% of professed Christians said that they do not believe in the existence of a literal hell. Now, the reason why I want to discuss this today, because there was a recent article where in which a pastor's wife, um, this was reported on the Christian Post, uh, Sharita Rogers passed away recently, and she was the wife of a controversial pastor named Tim Rogers. Now, in case you didn't know this, Tim Rogers was very popular. Um, he was well he was well known, rather, or was made well known. Uh, he's a popular Arkansas pastor, so he's out of the state of Arkansas, but he actually called a hell a fairy tale and was no different than Santa Claus. Let's read a little bit of this article. Again, this was back in 2018, but here's what it says. Timothy Rogers, a popular Arkansas evangelist and singer, uh, came under fire, because again, this is past tense, after he, after he declared at a funeral that hell is a fairy tale and no different than Santa Claus. Now remember, this is a pastor saying this. This is a pastor making the statement. In fact, he leads the Prince of Peace Church in Blithville and made this controversial statement during a more than hour-long presentation at a funeral of a young man and said that he did not know but was of the same generation. Quote, let me read this. Is he, and he's talking about the young man who passed away, going to hell? Did he accept Jesus as his? And then he stops and says, see, y'all been told a lie. Let me read that again. Y'all, you have been sold a lie. 
Now you say, well, what is the lie? Quote, you've been bamboozled. This is what he said at a funeral. Could you imagine? This is a pastor saying this at a funeral. All that stuff is a fairy tale. What's that stuff? To believe in hell means you have to believe in Santa Claus. So he equates hell in the same falsehood as Santa Claus or the Easter bunny or the fairy, t- uh, uh, the tooth fairy. Quote, I don't care how you cut it. Hell is an imaginary place. And I was told that if anything that does not have an explanation must be imagination. Hmm. Let me read that again. I was told that if anything does not have an explanation, it must be imagination. Uh, but sir, hell is explained. In fact, we'll explain it in just a moment. Quote, so that's why you can talk about a hell that you don't know, that you don't know nobody went to. Uh, this again, I'm just quoting this. The, the grammar here is a little bit off. He goes on to say, that's why you can talk about a hell that you don't know anybody that went to. But if, if that was this case, couldn't we say this about heaven? Now, here's the crazy thing. Has this guy ever seen heaven? Probably not. Has he ever been there? Probably not. But yet he will tell you that he believes in a heaven, but he equates hell as a fairy tale or imagination. Quote, for a billion years, ain't nobody ever came back and told you that they were hot. For a billion years, ain't nobody ever came back and told you that they up in a yonder singing around a choir. I didn't come for you to agree with me. I know how to lay it out to y'all salted, but I don't care. Quote, I didn't come for you to agree with me, Roger said to approving hoots and shouts from the people who had packed the church mourn. Let me say that again. So here is people there at the funeral that is hooting and shouting in agreement with this pastor who is saying that hell is not literal. This is terrifying, friend. Absolutely terrifying. Let's check out this video clip here. People applauding this. To believe in hell means you have to believe in Santa Claus. I mean, granted, I it's, it's not the majority agreeing with him, but there's a large percentage of people, or at least they're very loud and boisterous about their approval of this. Hell is an imaginary place. Come on, Pastor. And I was taught wow. that That's what he was taught. So that's why you can talk about a hell that you don't know nobody went to for a billion years. Ain't nobody ever came back and told you that they were hot for a billion years. Ain't nobody ever came back and told you that they up and yonder singing around in a choir. Pastor, tell it, and I got your back. Well, you know, Bob, and I didn't come to 
Not a laughing matter, folks. This well, where's hell, Master Tim? Hell is what you create. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, Pastor. Oh, man. That's why when you read the Old Testament, hell wasn't under the earth. When you read the Old Wrong. Testament, hell was on the earth. Wrong. Wow, I, I, guys, I can't even stomach in any more of this. This is so far off from the truth, from the Bible. Obviously, guys, listen. Now, you guys know that I'm not going to let that slide and not give you scripture for this. First of all, let's talk about the location of hell. According to this guy, hell was on the earth. No. From all the references throughout scripture, it is apparent that the location of hell is in the center of the earth or under the earth's surface. For example, let me, I'm going to give you these scriptures and you guys can study them yourself. Psalm 55, 15, let death seize them. Let them go down, go where? Go down alive into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Isaiah 14, 15, you shall be brought down to Sheol, Sheol, this is another term for hell. We'll talk about that in a second. To the lowest depths of the pit, Ezekiel 31, 16 and 17. Listen what the prophet said. I made the nation shake at the sound of its fall when I cast it down to hell. Where is the location? Down. Together with those who descend into the pit and all the trees of Eden, the choice and the best of Lebanon, all that drink water were comforted in the depths of the earth. They also went down to hell with it. Those with those slain by the sword. So they had died and their soul and spirit went down into hell. Second Peter 2, 4. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. Numbers 16, 32 through 33. Three and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up. They're talking about the sons of Korah, that they were swallowed alive. And listen what it says here. So they and all those with them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed over them and they perished from among the assembly. Guys, look at this verse here in Numbers 16, 32 through 33. He tells you that the earth opened up and swallowed them into hell, and then it closed up. So he he tells you right here where the, the location of hell is. Now, don't get hung up on these words, because there is several, there's about six words uh, that are interchanged in the Old Testament and New Testament referring to hell. You've got Sheol, you've got Hades, you've got Gehenna, you've got Tartarus, you've got uh, the abyss, and you've got the pit. Even the demons. You remember when Jesus was casting out demons and he said, send us not into the pit. You know what they were talking about? They were talking about hell, my friend. So listen, it's a sad testimony that demons believe and tremble. And we've got pastors 
We've got preachers and pastors behind pulpits who call themselves pastors and apostles and preachers and teachers of the word of God. And they don't believe in a literal hell. They are leading people to the very thing and to the very place that they're telling you don't exist. Now you, you may say, well, Brother Ricky, where did hell come from? Where did it exist? I believe it was formed all the way back in creation. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, it said, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. There is a Hebrew word here for deep, and it's tahom. And it means abyss or subterranean waters or chambers. So in other words, there was there's God created these underground chambers or this, this deep in the core of the earth. Now, why was it created? I, there, I, again, the reason was is because of the fall of Lucifer and the angels that revolted against him. So God created this location in the center of the earth that was created for the devil and his angels called hell. But all, watch this. But all of those who go in the same direction as Satan and his alliance will end up in the same place. Oh, y'all, y'all don't want me to really preach here because I could really preach and really rip this up and, and totally destroy this whole notion that hell's a fairy tale. And we could start with Luke 16. People, listen, the Jehovah Witnesses and other, uh, and other groups will try to, try to convince you that Luke 16 was a parable and it was not literal. We've went over this over and over again. This was a literal event. It was, there was a literal rich man. There was a literal beggar by the name of Abraham, um, Lazarus, excuse me, and both men died. Both men's soul and spirit came out of their bodies. Angels came and carried the uh, the beggar's soul and spirit to a place under the earth that in the Old Testament was identified by scholars as Abraham's bosom. This was before the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And then the rich man was carried to also to a chamber under the earth, but it was a place that was separated, a great gulf fix. This is all in Luke 16. He went to a place called Hades or hell. And there you can you can read all this in your own time. We did a whole study on this. Luke 16, it talks about this. Uh, the rich man in this story, after he died and his soul and spirit went into this place called Hades or hell, the Bible says that he was in torment, that he lifted it up his eyes and he could see Abraham was afar off in another compartment and, and he was in, in, in ease and comfort while he was being tormented. The rich man had all five senses operating after he died. He said that he was in torment and pain and suffering. He could feel heat. He could feel thirst. He was able, again, all these things are there. He could see Abraham. He begged Lazarus. I keep saying Abraham. Excuse me, guys. Let me correct that. He Lazarus. He could see Lazarus afar off. It's because I keep equating it to Abraham's bosom. So he begged Lazarus to come and dip his finger on in water to cool his tongue. The Bible says he was in torment and a flame. 
And then watch, here's the most terrifying part. He, he had a remembrance of his life before he died. He recalled that he had brothers that if they died, they would come to that place of torment with him. And he begged Lazarus. He begged Abraham and pleaded with Abraham that he would go warn his brothers. And it's all there. You can read about it. And Abraham told him they had Moses and the prophets in their days. And if they would not believe Moses and the prophets, then they would not believe even someone who would be raised from the dead to tell them this and warn them. So let me go over. I want to give you some really bullet point facts because we try to keep these viewpoint segments a little bit shorter. Now, if you want real meat teaching, again, we want to encourage you, get the app, like we said, and we broadcast on 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, usually typically Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, and we get in 45 minutes or an hour on particular topics, and we go a long, lot longer than what we do on these little viewpoint segments. So right now I want to give you some bullet point facts about hell that you need to know that completely destroys this erroneous uh, statement that hell is a figment of our imagination and it's a fairy tale. Ready? Here we go. Number one fact, according to the Bible, it was originally created for the devil and his angels. Matthew 25, 41, then you shall say also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Here's another fact. There will be more people that will go to this place called hell than there will be that will go to a place called heaven. Matthew 7, 13 and 14, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads unto destruction. And there are many who will go into it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way in which leads unto life. And there will be few who find it. Here's another fact about hell. In hell, there will be demons tormenting souls that will be there. Luke 8, 26 through 31. Then they said to the country, uh, then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is the opposite of Galilee. And when Jesus stepped onto the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time, who wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, quote, What have I do to, to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. And other translations use the term we as in many because he was bound by legion, which was over a thousand demons. I should let me correct that. Not other translations, but other gospel writers, because there there was at least three gospel writers gave the same account. I believe it was three. I know of for a fact it was two. Okay, this one's Luke. I believe Matthew gives the account of this, and I want to believe. I want to say that Mark gave an account of this too, but of the same event. <clears throat> and again, Jesus commands the unclean spirit to come out of the man. The spirit identifies itself as legion because we are many. And they begged Jesus not to send them into the pit or the abyss. Now, what is he talking about? He's talking about hell here. This is a reference to hell. 
So we all know the story. G they, uh, Jesus cast them out and they asked to go into the swine instead. Now it's interesting that it was swine because swine are considered to be unclean according to the Levitical dietary laws. Here's another fact. Hell will have a fire that burns continually. Matthew 25, 41, then shall he say unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. <clears throat> then we have Mark chapter 9, 42 through 44, where Jesus is warning about those who offend little ones. And he says, it'd be better that you tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the sea. Then he says, if your hand offends you, it's better for you to cut it off. And it's better that you enter into life main than having two hands to go into hell and to the fire that never shall be quenched. Here's another fact. Ready? The, there will be a worm in hell that never dies. Now, some translators say that this is maggots. These are maggots or these worms that Jesus references in, not in Mark chapter 9, verse 44. And he says these worms will never die in hell. So it appears here that uh, by the revelation that Christ has given us here, that there will be these. the he, Now, he says worms singular, but it's some type of worm or a maggot or whatever it is, and it will torment souls in hell. And it and for some reason, supernaturally, it will not burn. It will not die. It will not be destroyed. Here's another fact. Those who end up in hell will be separated from God's presence for eternity. Second Thessalonians 1, 6 through 9. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you and to you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels and flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord. So listen, this guy, this pastor told you in no certain terms that hell is here on earth. But friend, no matter how bad it is, and no matter how dark it is on this side of heaven, on this side of the earth, there is always hope. There is always the presence of God. But once you die and you are separated from your flesh, your soul and spirit, if you die without a covenant with Christ and you go to hell, you are separated from the presence of God for eternity. Let that, think about that. Another fact is it, hell will be a place of continual torment, Revelation 20, 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So again, all the contents of hell will be eventually emptied out into the lake of fire. This is all the way to the end of the tribulation, right there at the great white throne judgment. And again, according to John the Revelator, this will be a place of torment day and night and day and night, and it will never end. And then I want to leave this last fact. This is what we hear as preachers all the time. 
How could a loving God send someone to hell? You'd be, you'd be shocked at how many people don't believe in God or they don't believe in hell because this right here messes up their minds and they can't get beyond this concept. How can a loving God send someone to hell? I want to correct this. God has never sent anyone to hell. I know you're shocked about that, right? God has never sent anyone to hell. Everyone who's ever went to hell has went there by their own admission, their own choice. Oh, you, I know some of y'all is looking at me funny right now if you could see me. John 3, 16 through 18, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. It didn't say they will not, they should not. They're given a choice. They should not perish, but they have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Let me read verse 18 because nobody ever reads it. They quote John 3, 16, they stop. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Friends, if you're listening to me today, on this broadcast or tonight. If you're watching this, the rebroadcast, whatever platform, if you're listening by Apple or by Spotify and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, listen, by your own admission, if you reject Christ, you will end up in this place that we just discussed in, oh, in the last 25 minutes. All of the horrors, all of the things we talked about, that that pastor tried to convince you was a fairy tale is as real as the world that you see right now, the air that you breathe, the trees that you see, the water that you see, all that stuff. There is a real literal place called hell. The Old Testament writers talked about it. They saw it. The prophets talked about it, and even the New Testament is filled with references. In fact, Jesus talked more about hell and referenced it and warned of its eternal dangers than he did a place called heaven. So I don't care what pastor or preacher or teacher or theologian tries to come along and convince you that hell is not literal and it's a fairy tale and it's a figment of your imagination. I don't care. Listen, you may be watching this today and listen to me and you say, well, I don't care what you say, preacher, because I don't believe in hell. Listen, it don't matter because when you die, you're going to wake up and you're going to be like this rich man in Luke 16 and you're going to find out real quick that it is absolutely real. Why would you risk that, friend? Why would you take that risk? Why would you take that gamble? If you're being offered a free gift today, why not just believe with all of your heart, mind, soul, and spirit? Why take that risk? I would rather believe and put my faith in Jesus Christ and whom I cannot see, by the way, just as well as heaven or hell, any of these things. Listen, some of y'all say, well, I don't believe in God because I don't see him. Listen, do you believe in the wind? You don't see the wind. No one has ever seen the wind. They, you see the effects of it. 
You see its effects on trees, on grass. You can feel it. You can see it, but you don't see wind. But you, you believe that it's real. You believe it exists. So listen, guys, we can sit here and make all these excuses you want, but here's the bottom line. I want to give you an open invitation today. And listen, we're not going to do this. Repeat this after me. Lay your hand on your heart. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. The Bible commands men and women everywhere to repent of their sins and put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. And we're going to ask you to do that today. Peter stood up in the New Testament and he says, repent of this perverse and wicked generation and put your faith in Jesus Christ who died and rose again on the third day. Friends, it's been proven historically. There's more historical evidence that there was a real man by the name of Jesus Christ who endured all the things that the Bible foretold that he, that he said that he would suffer all the prophecies over him all came to pass listen the odds of one of them coming to pass is great but the odds of all of them are near to impossible and i'm telling you don't put off salvation when it's a free gift today come on do that today I'm, let me pray for you right now father i pray for my brothers and sisters that are watching and listen today lord if there's anybody on the other side of that camera if anybody's on the other side of that podcast listening and they're away from you or they don't know you i pray the holy spirit of god would convict them right where they are and that they would confess their sins before you they would repent of this perverse and wicked generation they would repent of their sins and they would today right now where they're at put their faith and trust in you jesus christ for the remission of their sins and father as they do that i thank you that according to your word you are inscribing their name in the lamb's book of life so that lord I thank you now that they have passed from death unto life. And Lord, I thank you that from this day forward, I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would lead them to a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, doctrinally sound church. If they don't have one or they can't find one anywhere in their area, we welcome them to our ministry. We welcome to the, to the family of God to, here at End Time Headlines. Lord, we thank you that they're getting a Bible. They're going to begin to read it. They're going to begin to read the New Testament, learn about you, Jesus, your attributes, your characteristics. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, they'll grow in their faith and knowledge of you. And we give you praise and glory. And we rejoice with all of heaven who rejoices over one sinner who gives his heart to Christ. Come on. Do you, do you accept this today? In Jesus' name and all God's people said amen and amen. Listen, again, I want to thank you for coming on to the broadcast today. Again, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com. Again, don't forget to download the free app available on Apple and Android. Hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be ready to go. Listen, if you'd like to support this ministry with a gift of any amount or partner with us, there's two easy ways you can do that. You can give electronically through the app or you can give right there on the screen by check or money order and you can make that out to uh, end time headlines p.o box 1391 that's monroe georgia 30655 don't forget to hit that like button don't forget to hit that subscribe button hit that bell for push notifications uh, if you're watching by rumble or by youtube or whatever the case would be 
And as far as social media, we're on every, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Telegram. We're all over the place. Go find us. Look for our official ETH logo. Uh, there is a lot of imposters out there that poses in time headlines. You will know by the amount of followers that we have, um, whether it's not us. Look at our content, guys. Look at the videos. Look at the podcast. Look at what we share. If it references our main website, all these things, that's how you're going to know it's us. So listen, we love you guys. God bless you. We'll see you in the next segment. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.